the views and opinions expressed on Deliberately Linked are entirely those of the host, who are completely responsible for all show content. These views and opinions are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure in any way any kind of condition, or to promote any specific lifestyle, belief, religion, political affiliation, or personal practice. Nor is the information presented deemed to be accurate or verifiable. This week we are interrupting your normally scheduled podcast. Today we put together a bit of a highlight recap reel from all of our past episodes. Thank you for watching and hope you enjoy. What is up, Deliberately Linked viewers? What is up, Deliberately Linked viewers? Lace them up and lock it in. Because on today's show, because on today's show, because on today's show, we're going to change things up a little. Because on today's show, my brother Mark is going to talk about what it means when time's up. We're going to talk about the art of adversity. My brother Mark is going to talk about what it means to deal with bad company. Let's just to be blunt, you know, I, I probably stepped out of my comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I did or I didn't think I was going to. Oh, um, somebody did though. But my position coach did. Shout out. I know this story. This is a great story. <laughs> Shout out. Um, and so we are, it's probably about 10 PM at night. You know, we just got done with a long day of camp, uh, just started installing some stuff on the defense and we're, we're getting ready to go watch film, uh, before we call it for the night for, you know, probably hour, hour, two hours of film. Um, then we're going to hit the hay, get after it the next morning around 6 AM. But anyways, you know, we're, we're, we're in a laxed environment. You know, people are kind of chilling. Uh, we're waiting for a roll call by our position coach and then we're getting ready to dive into film. And, you know, literally people, we're just, we're just relaxing, you know, guys talking about their day, you know, whatever, just really laxed environment. And coach, you know, coach says, all right, gang, let's, let's get this thing rolling. Still coming off as a laxed environment, you know, from my perspective, at least (laughs) you're about to learn. It's the farthest thing from it. And, you know, he's, he's roll call. He's come to some of the seniors, you know, names before me, you know, they're just like not even paying attention on their phones. Obviously typical senior stuff. They, yeah, oh yeah. They, they've paid their dues and they've they, been know, there. they know their place and they're he's calling their names out. They're saying, yeah, coach here. And you know, I'm a freshman in the back and he goes, Josh Link. And I go, or I go, yeah, what up coach? <laughs> and he, the room silent, <laughs> silent. The he, worst kind of silence. Yeah. He stopped. He goes, what did you say to me? I go, yeah, I'm here coach. He goes, no, 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 no. You said, what up, coach? I go, and I, he didn't even give me an opportunity to say anything. <laughs> he, this dude, first, he threw his pen at me. He called me every name in the book. He goes, you mother, you think you can walk into this place like you have done something? I'm about to make your life hell, Link. You, ain't gonna, you won't last two weeks in this camp. I'm going to kick your out of here. And every other name in the book, too. And the seniors just looking back like, damn, he got himself a good one now. And I'm just like, I'm like starting to crumble. I'm just like, okay, oh, you know, there's I'm, no mom and dad. No, no, You're on no, your own. No one to cry to. I mean, this guy just tore me up and down, called me every name in the book because I'm telling you in life, things don't always go the way you want it to prepare yourself for the failures ahead. Because if you prepare yourself, you will be ready for what's ahead of That's you. That's perfect. It's perfect. That's a, that's a prime example. It's simply like, well, then you're not being positive. You're being negative saying you're not already getting that job. No, that's called being prepared. Fail to plan is a plan, plan to fail. To fail. You, we're going to say time. that so much on Every time. Tell and me. I never, I never, ever do this. And I, I, I don't. And the longer we're on this show together, I'm sure it'll happen. <laughs> so 
another prime example. People say, well, what, what kind of, how do you approach this? Or why do you think the way you think? Okay. So I, I am a stage four terminal cancer patient. Just throwing it out there. Everybody, Josh knows this. He knows this very well. I wake up every day knowing, knowing and recognizing what my body is going to say no to. Every single day. Yeah. Guaranteed. Don't feel my left leg. My back hurts. Don't want to do anything. Upset stomach, headaches, migraines. Can't feel my fingertips. We go down a list of all kinds of things. I used to wake up every day knowing I'm going into chemo. Right. Every day. Right. Which, by the way, folks, I drove myself to chemo every single day by myself. And puking, back. Stopping. Puking. Okay. Every day. You know what I did every day? I did it with a smile. Because you know what I did? I recognized the evil that was in my room. Yeah. I do it every day to this day. I wake up. Josh knows this. I wake up every day and I try to do a little workout to keep myself as good as I can keep myself. Mm -hmm. Okay? But that's how I fight life. Right. That's what I'm talking about. So you're saying, oh my gosh, but the first thing you do every day is remind yourself of all the negativity. Yes. So I can prepare my mind to use that motivation and to build up those defenses to fight those things and to push myself through each day. That's how you do it. Because... Whether we all like it or not, your terminal cancer is there. It's real. And it's real. So yeah. there's no sense in trying to convince yourself or others around you that everything is perfect. You've got to acknowledge it. You've got to recognize it. And then you've got to beat it. But don't give it the acknowledgement that it deserves. So and I know you're, you're super, super good at that. So, so people will say all the time, why, how, why don't you do that? I have two things I say all the time. Number one, I have no complaints. That's, that's my... Right. If you ask me how I'm feeling or if you DM us, say, how's he feeling? I guarantee your response, and Josh knows this, is he has no complaints. Right. It's, it's like a catchphrase at this point. <laughs> Number, and I'll tell you why I say that, because I'm not going to give it the respect Correct. to complain. And then literally, number two, when we talk about giving it respect, I, I, I don't give it respect. Right. I don't give it respect because it's going to win eventually. That's just how it works. But the reality is, it will never beat me. Right. Like I may lose, but I'm not going to get beaten. So that's where people look at that and say, oh my gosh, that's such a negative topic. But I hear the positive in that. Yeah. Like I'm, I may lose, but I'll never get beaten. Right. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So it's like all you folks, I don't care what you're dealing with. I don't care what happens to you. I'm not allowing myself to be a victim. I don't allow myself to be abused. I don't allow those things to happen because I recognize the negativity. I learn from the negativity. I've had to learn my whole body over these last six years again. Right. You learn from it and you move on and you apply those things. And so I did, I did some self-reflecting. This was, this was last night actually um, on some times that I feel like I've been selfish. And I was trying to think of a good story for you guys. And I kept coming back um, to not one specific time or not one specific moment that I – that I live, that I have had a selfish moment, um, but truthfully an ongoing time, an ongoing, a reoccurrence theme on how myself daily, daily and yeah. how, how myself I'm selfish. Yeah. And you know, I've talked to you about this and, and confidence and we've had long talks about this, but I myself am horrible at words of affirmation. Yeah. yeah. And so you're, you might be hearing that and you're kind of like, okay, well, what does that have to do with being selfish? Well, let me explain a little bit more in detail why I believe my lack of words or my lack of affirmation to my wife is selfish. Now, I want to wait. I want to clear this up. Yes. You are very loving. You are very loving. When you say words of affirmation to my wife, I don't want anybody to think that you're just like this dominant (laughs) mean guy. No, no. You're very loving. For sure. But 
this is definitely something you're not good at at all. No, I'm not. Not good at it at all. And I'm going to tell you why I'm not good at it. You know, my wife, she needs, like other women, which is totally fine, and, and a lot of men out there need it, which it's totally cool. It's, it's one of my love languages. For sure. Yeah. Words of affirmation. Yep. You, you need that affirmation of love. You need that affirmation for confidence, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. My wife desires that from her husband. Absolutely. And I don't always provide it the way that she needs to, she needs to receive it. And now let me tell you why. I myself do not desire it. I do not desire affirmation from others. It's just not how I how I fuel myself. Sure. If we can want yeah. to put it that way, I feed off of other categories. And Correct. I, and I'm not going to dive into tend to those how I motivate myself or I ha- how I boost my confidence. But one of mine is not through words of affirmation. Sure. I you can ask my wife. I my I, wife my wife is not a words of affirmation. Right. That's not one For of hers. Sure. Hers is uh, one of the big things that she functions on is action. Okay. It's not what you say, it's what you do. Yeah. Like for her, that's what it's all about. So it isn't for everybody. Right. It isn't for everybody. But when you know it is for somebody, when you know it is for somebody, it's something you should definitely work on. For sure. Real talk. Real talk. Who are you trying to impress? Yeah. Who are you trying to impress? Yep. Famous for what? For what? What, what, is, what is the title of, hey, that guy's famous? What does that do for you? Are you, are you trying to be noticed or do you, want, do you want to be known? Yeah. All right? My, my question is, who are you trying to impress? All right? I can tell you right now, the desire that God gave you yeah. isn't for the importance but for inf- influence. Oh, yeah. It's not for your own importance, yeah. but it's for your own influence. And to have a positive influence, it's got to be real. Yes. That's it's got to be truth. real. Yeah. So stop doing this stuff for the status, okay? Stop trying to be out here and post on social media or walk around like you, you're buying stuff that you can't afford, putting stuff on credit cards that you, you can't afford or you can't pay off. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't waste your time. Stop doing it for the status, but do it to be a servant. Do it to be a servant, guys. Serve, serve, the, serve the purpose that, that Christ has put on your heart yeah. and glorify him and everything yeah. that you do for it, yep. okay? Stop impressing people and ask God how he, how he can use you to be a blessing. Absolutely. How he can use Absolutely. you to be a blessing. And let me, let me help you finish. I'm going to help him close this up, okay? If you didn't watch the other episodes, please go watch the other episodes. Not because um, I just want you to hear me talk, but because there's good <laughs> info in there. He wants you to hear it. But here's the thing. What he just said, if you go listen to those other ones, I'm going to tell you right now, I like you for you. Do you know why? Because I'm a depositor. Yes. You're at bank. And I'm a depositor. I will deposit into your life. Mm-hmm. If you're doing this because you think other people expect that, chances right. are they're your withdrawal people. Yeah. Minimize that time. Minimize that relationship because reality is the only person you're hurting is yourself. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself with depositors because those are the people who are going to like you for you. I don't care if you live in a cardboard box. I don't care if you live in a mansion. They're going to appreciate you for you. And by the way, they're going to support your passion. Yes. They're going to be part of that success story. You did lit a fire, and so I appreciate that. But my question is, that kind of brings us into our topic, who are we to assume yeah. as individuals? Who are we to assume, and why, why is it so common as, as, as it's this society to do that? Uh, because, guys, it has to stop. It's, it's unacceptable. Um, you're, you are, you, you're tearing down people that don't have the confidence that they need to walk with on a daily basis and, and truly setting a lot of these people up for failure that maybe that don't have the support. Um, and if they're, if they're ones that do need the support, 
by you assuming what they are what they're going to do or what they're not going to do is not going to help them in any way shape or form no i mean what we're doing is we're creating a we're creating barriers mm-hmm. and we're separating i mean we're talking about going back to civil rights times yeah and i'm not talking color I'm talking intelligence. For sure. You've created this barrier. You're not good enough to talk to me because you're not this smart and you need this extra help and I don't. Yeah. When the reality is, is that's not true. I mean, yeah. I have a niece who you know, you've trained her. She had an IEP. Mm-hmm. She is now employed by Ohio State. Right. And she's also entering into nursing school. Yep. Just because you need a little assistance at a time does not make you less worthy. Correct. Those who don't need that, count your blessings. Good for you. For sure. I'm proud of you. Yeah, that's but awesome. But for those who don't, who those who don't have that and they need something, yeah. why is that a problem? Yeah. Why is that a problem? But there's so many categories, guys, in our life that we do this. Oh. You know, and I, I'm guilty of it. Like I said at the beginning of the show, I, so I'll never forget. I'll never forget. And, you know, I'm going to kind of contradict what I just said a little bit. You know, I'm going to be that teacher in a way. Um, you know, maybe not so much, but I, I was talking to a high school graduate um, a little while ago, and I proposed a question. I said, so, where are you going to college? And they just had this, like, like shame on their face. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm actually not going to college. And I was like, I had to check myself. I was like, yeah. who, who am I to assume well, that society, they have the money to go to college? Well, not only that, but society trains us that after high school, this is what you do. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the thing. And they're, they're, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, that's okay. That's nothing not wrong with everybody. that. It's I said not there, for nothing everybody. wrong with that. I was like, so what? Like, what are your plans? And they were actually like, I'm actually, you know, my I do have plans to go to college. I'm going to take a couple years and, and raise some money to do so. Absolutely good for them. I said, good for you. Absolutely. Because who am I to assume that they can afford it? Who am I to assume that their parents have the money to support yeah. them to go to college? It happens left and right. Yeah. And and who am I to assume that? Maybe they're taking another career path because, like Mark stated, this is our society has has formed us and shaped us to believe that college is the, the only in the, the next right. route after after high school, which isn't the case. No, I know a ton of successful people. I know you do too. Of people that didn't go to college, that's huge. Correct, everything. But I don't care if you're a high school listening group right now. I don't care if you're, um, you know, one of those people that uh, goes to work every day, you happily go to work and, and you, you face uh, similar situations as far as making decisions in your business that you work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. I don't care what position you're in. The question started this entire uh, segment over was what's, what's really motivating your decisions? Correct. Um, and we talk about life all training. I think you listen to that verse and anybody that listens to the show knows I love James. Uh, it's one of my favorite books, the Bible. Um, that is, it cannot be said any better Yeah, because we make decisions all the time. Mm-hmm. And if you're making decisions without full faith and belief in the decision you're making, you're probably making the wrong decision. Yeah. Just, I mean, listen to me on this one. I don't care if it's what, what curriculum am I going to study in high school? I don't mm-hmm. care if it's, uh, what type of person am I going to be in high school? Right. If you're not buying into your own then why would you expect anybody else to buy into you? Yeah. I mean, and if you're lacking passion in life, the big decision that you need to make is, is why? Right. If, if you're one or if you know someone that, that sits around and just waiting for an opportunity <laughs> to fall in your lap, I can promise you it's not, it doesn't work that way. It's and not it, going to happen. You have to work for it. You got to go uh, get it. Got to go get it. Talking about it ain't going to make it come no faster either. I'm <laughs> here to not. tell you folks. It's Tweeting not. about it, 
posting about it. Whatever it is right. y'all do, it ain't going to make it come no faster. No. Okay? That just ain't how it works. Go get it. it it's literally, you got to get dirty. Yep. You got to get dirty. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I mean, I'm telling you, my kids all the time, they hear it from me all the time. All the time. Go get it. Right. Just go get it. You want it. Don't tell it. me. Show me. Yeah. They, mine definitely hear that every day. Right. You know, tomorrow. Stop tomorrow's, talking about Tomorrow's it. August 1st. So those of you who are not in the sports community or those of you who never coached football or played football, uh, August 1st probably doesn't mean a lot to you. Here in the wonderful state of Ohio, August 1st is like a holiday right. for football players because tomorrow it's for real. Yep. Tomorrow it's for real. And all these kids have aspirations. Mm-hmm. Well, all of our high schoolers who are listening to this, at this point in time, when you hear this, you have completed your first week of full practice. Yeah. I'm here to tell you something. A lot of you all are probably disappointed because you know what you didn't do? You didn't put in the time during the offseason when nobody was watching because mm-hmm. that's when it matters, yep. when nobody was watching. So if you're disappointed and your season already isn't going the way you want it to go, understand, you didn't take control of your control. Correct. You didn't make the noise. That's what happened. Yep. Because here's what happens, folks. At the end of the day, you got to put it on the field. And when I mean field, I mean general. I mean in the business, in the classroom, wherever you are, you got to put the product out there for people to yes. see. Because eventually, everybody has to do that. Yep. Everybody has to do that. You can only hide so long. So yeah. if you don't put the hard work in, don't expect the results that you're looking for. You're going to get exposed. Yeah. I mean, seven on sevens. Yeah. You got to prove yourself. That's live action. They got scrimmages coming up. Those are huge. Those are job interviews. High schoolers, those are job interviews. Mm-hmm. How many times I got to tell you? Go back. I think it was episode two. Treat it like a business. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, your coaches are telling you we're a family. We love you. But at the end of the day, they're in a the business of winning ball game. And I actually, well, I'm going to challenge. I'm going to challenge some of you guys listening right now. And, and, you know, I, as we went down these seven characteristics of, you know, inner drive, faith, visualization, uh, resiliency, pain tolerance, lack of self-pity, self-discipline, commitment, you name it, challenge yourself and then DM us, guys. DM, let's get a little interaction here with you. Yeah. DM us. Challenge you. Pick one, pick one of those seven things and challenge yourself to improve in one of those categories. And the next adversity that you face, big or small, let us know what, what kind of maybe impact that one of those characteristics had on you. Absolutely. Because I, th- I think that we, we truly all can take something away. Because um, I, I can tell I, you might be good in and, and six of the seven categories, but there's got to be one category, one topic out there that you, that you maybe don't excel in. Well, I can even speak for, I know myself, I'm not going to talk for both of us, but I know I'm not good at all those all the time. They're probably not even half. I mean, I, I think I know personally for me, visualization for me is a struggle okay. um, because I don't always see the end game. Now, my wife, that would be her strength. Right. Now, inner drive, I would exceed, I would excel at, and she would be the one that would have to slowly work up to that. For like sure. she would have to gain some confidence for that. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. The, I, the seven characteristics that are needed and developed, those are things that, you know, they come in different phases. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and sometimes you got to get through one to gain a little bit of the other. But the difference, what what I want to help you guys with tonight is just don't stop. Right. It doesn't happen overnight. It's it's called a setback. It's not called a stop sign. (laughs) Right. It's okay to move forward and then get punched in the face and and take a seat. Just get up and, and start again. Yeah, I mean, I love the saying, you get, take one step back just to take two steps forward. Absolutely. I mean, that's what it is. It's making you stronger. That's, that's okay. Yeah. What's not okay is completely stopping that forward momentum. Correct. That's what's not okay. Always got to be moving. But the biggest, the biggest 
area where I see people be chameleons are typically um, either with a friend or unfortunately with the opposite sex. Oh, um, yeah. You know, yeah. trying to trying to change the person that they are to try to uh, to attract the opposite sex yeah. um, and, and to in order to impress them. And it, it truly, I think that's, it's, it's, I want to call it the, the main destroyer of relationships or ter- turmoil between a relationship. Um, but that, that mask is eventually going to come off. You know what? Well, every great Halloween costume, <laughs> you grow out of it. You do. Exactly. Yes. You grow out of it. That mask will eventually come off. So your true colors or more so the person that you truly are to your core will eventually come out. So in marriage counseling, what we call this is growing apart. That's what yeah. they usually say. Well, we just grew apart. <laughs> right. No, here's what happened. You two were not completely honest with each yeah. other. So instead of coming into the relationship and saying, this is who I am, and don't get me wrong, there are times in every relationship where you can form. Correct. There are things that they enjoy that you don't necessarily enjoy, Correct. but you find the things in it that you enjoy. Yes. That's not being a chameleon. That's give and take. Correct, yeah. But it's when you just, okay, whatever your inner star are now mine. Right. Whatever that you enjoy, I now enjoy. Yeah. Whatever it is I think, I think you want me to be is who I'm going to be. Where in nine times out of ten, the person probably doesn't want that. They right. want you just to be you. Mm-hmm. But once they grow accustomed to that, and then when you change, because you can no longer keep up the facade, yes. they're like, what the heck happened? This Who is the you? person I fell in love with. Right. Or here's even better. All of my reactions, my daily habits, the way I respond to you are built on this person. Yes. They no longer apply. Correct. Yes. That's difficult. That's money right there. That's, yeah, fantastic. No, very true. That's so true. And and that's the thing, you know, with social communities, anything goes. So. As a social chameleon, what you you lose your you lose your dignity. Yeah. All right. You you lose principles that you yeah. grew up with, um, and systems of values in order to a- achieve the success or uh, impression that you were trying to yeah. portray. And like I said, this leaves psychological ex- exhaustion, guys. All right. So imagine putting on that mask every time you get around someone different. Imagine how exhausting that is, and you can't just be the person that you are, true to your core. But and you go to this friend group, you go to this girlfriend or boyfriend, you go to this office of work of whatever it is and it's a different max for every individuals that you surround yourself with and a different person that you were trying to portray yourself it's a, as. it's a book of lies it is it is, it is. It, it, so yeah. it's it's truly can be exhausting all right so but with all that exhaustion aside and and i think truly how being a, a social communion can be in your benefit, okay? I don't want you guys to sit there and think that, all right, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm bashing on people that are able to uh, adapt to maybe the environment that they're in. No, I think that's completely separate, especially talking about business or work. Well, you're, you're ta- there's so many categories to this. And you, and you said earlier, so much information. Yeah. Right now, we are specifically talking about personal relationships. Correct. Because there are moments in time where you have to go in and you play a role. Yes. That's your business role. Right. I go to I go to work every day and put on a business mask. Yes. That's not my personal life. I don't need to know these people on that level. They need to know me as the business person. Yes. Same with you. Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean that's how, that's how you you need to, you know, one of my good buddies said one time he's like he he actually applauded himself for he's very good at being a chameleon, chameleon yeah. Yeah. um surrounding himself in his group and I love this kid to death. And you know, <laughs> Ever since he said that, I've just kind of gone back and forth on that because when you know, is he really being him? That when is he really being him? And you know, and honestly, like I said, we said at the beginning of the show, we have all been here at times. You know, I, I myself, and I know Mark is just as good at it. 
you know, unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at, I I can be a very good chame- chameleon. Like, oh, I, yeah. you put me in any circle, any friend group, I know exactly how to fit in with them. Whether I enjoy it or not, yeah. Yeah, whether you, I, to me, it's unfortunate. And, yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. Is if it's work related, business related, you know, probably that's about it. Um, that's where it's in your benefit because it you're able to put on that face to build that trust that you maybe to, or unfortunately in business maybe manipulate. The yeah. way that you need to in order for something to go in your favor. What that's, you lo- that's just good business. That's just good business. The, the key the key that you have to look for in, in both of these areas, whether it's business or, or private, you cannot lose your authenticity. Correct. Yes. You yes. cannot lose that. That cannot be the thing you sacrifice. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna touch on that, but you yeah, know, that's you know what I mean? that's that's very but good. From a psychological standpoint, I know you love psychology in school. Yeah. And it was hands down one of my favorite subjects. Yeah. Um the number one thing people like this lack and the number one thing that most of these people suffer from and it's why they are the way they are is a lack of self-confidence. Yep. Because there is no way that you can be this person, right. function at this level, and then truly know yourself. Correct. So if you don't know who you are, how do you expect you, yourself, whether it's the listener or the viewer, or even myself, to be self-confident in who we are? Mm-hmm. You can't. No. You can't. Yeah. No, that's good. Now, with that being said, I'm not saying the acceptance of long hair and tattoos is acceptance at the end. What I'm going to say is, is the, is the closer we get to the end, the more acceptance we are for people who they are. Yes. Because we're you. looking through a lens of Christ. Good point. Because Christ doesn't care if you have long hair. He doesn't nope. care if you have a beard. He doesn't care if you have tattoos. Nope. What he's looking at is your heart. Correct. And just because you have these traits, whether it's, it's um, gauges in your ears, whatever it is, we got to look past that. And I think it's a lot of what tonight's show is about. Mm-hmm. Because we need to stop this prejudgment, whether yes. it's millennial generation or mm-hmm. culture, whether it's your skin color, whether yeah. it's uh, male or female, yeah. whether it's your background and where you came from, it should not matter. Right. We've got to get beyond that and just become human. Well, and I think that we're, we're coming up to um, you know, a very crucial point in the show. But before we get there, I think it's important to discuss some of the stereotypes that, you know, uh, we, we oh, yeah. hear on a, on a yeah. daily basis, um, you know, it's, it's not common um, to hear, you know, uh, about millennials and them being referred to as lazy, uh, poorly prepared, without aspirations, entitled, self-absorbed. I mean, I, I truly think the list can go on. I mean, I, through my research, do this if you're at home right now yeah, by a computer. Please do. Please type, do. Type in Google and just type in, quote, like, so, quote, millennials are, end quote. And just look what comes up. See what comes up. I'm talking about killing, screwed, broke, therapy generation, lonely, worthless. This is the mindset, the stereotype, the, the culture change, the, the viewpoint that millennials are being scrutinized as. Basically. Well, and the focus of these studies, the focus of all these studies are strictly on them as the individual. Yes. No one is looking back and saying, okay, your school system did not prepare you. Nope. No one's looking back and saying, oh, they're broke. They don't do anything. They're lazy. No one's looking back and saying, by the way, most millennials per percentage have a college education. Mm-hmm. They don't look back and say, oh, they also have over $100,000 of college debt on average. Correct. No one's looking at that and pointing that out. Yeah. So as we say here and we want to tear down a generation. Now, granted, I'm the last person to give anybody an excuse because you control what you can control. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you cannot discount outside factors. Right. Okay. We have now a school system that is not preparing kids. 
No. Very few school systems are setting kids up to be successful later, whether that's in the trades or whether that is in college. Right. We have school systems now who don't even give grades. The school system, it's truly failing America. It is. Like financially, uh, emotionally. Correct. Uh, you name it. It is failing Correct. America. And it's, it's, it's So then you want to go to college bad. and you want to better yourself. Well, I'm going to make you spend $100,000 on a degree where FYI, Chances are your max out of that degree is forty grand a year. Well, how does a forty grand a year job mm-hmm. not only live, buy a mortgage, and complete the American dream, Correct. and pay off a hundred thousand dollar college debt? And yeah. when you get married, FYI, that's doubled because she has one too, or he has one too. Right. So we're setting a generation up to fail. Yes, we are. We are. And you know, talking about those stereotypes, guys, I, it's stuff we hear every day. But I think something to remember as we hear those stereotypes. Those stereotypes are simply just opinions. Well, and they I think are. we need to sit back in our seat and be like, okay, well, what are the facts? And before we started this podcast, Mark, you said something very, very well said about the facts, yeah. you know, pertaining to millennials. Yeah. And, and that had to do with, um, you know, learning about the person of who they are personally. Um, but what, what he does basically, long story short, in the video, it, it was a, a video that it, it truly went viral. I'm talking, you know, thousand, I think even millions of views. But he calls out liberals <laughs> for being snowflakes, uh, young activists, and then he, quote unquote, eighth place trophy holders, says, you will never learn to survive in the working world until you learn uh, what the American freedom and rights are earned by those that have fought for this country. Yeah. So um, very conservative comp- company, obviously, but they went on to, um, I don't know if it's the Today Show or, or whatever, wh- it, whatever it was, and they, they interviewed the guy um, uh, you know, about this, this bold movement of him, and he ended up, <laughs> this is just a fun fact for you guys, he ended up getting thousands of resumes sent in after this video, and so he was like, okay, I have all these resumes for people that potentially could work for my company, but I have a thousand, so he needed yeah. a way to. I got to fil- sort them, right? Yeah. He needed a way to filter them, so he he created a he quote unquote called it a snowflake survey, and basically basically that was to find uh, who who could fit the mold uh, of the company and his clients, and so on some of the questions it was like stuff like what does what does America mean to you? Uh, what does privilege mean to you? Uh, when was the last time you cried? And I thought that was interesting because you you said you know you wear a lot of things, uh, your heart on your sleeve yeah. basically, and. You know, as as America, we are we are so fast um, to belittle individuals um, for either their opinion or their rights, and I just I more so wanted to share that with you um, because it is it is not our right to belittle someone for their rights. Um, but at the same time, at the same time, you know, stop getting offended um, because in this world, if you are so easily offended, I'm sorry, but you're not going to survive in the workforce and that's and that's well you're going to struggle you will you're going to struggle and and there and that brings up you're right you probably you might survive but you're going to struggle you're going to struggle because there are individuals out there that are doing and, it and on the a reason daily that basis. concerns me the reason that concerns me is not because I'm not saying that you cannot that person per se uh, cannot be successful where where I struggle with that is is you will have no joy right you yeah. will struggle with joy because you're going to be so fixated on all the negativity that's yeah. around you and I, and I understand that. And some people say, well, it is negative and it's just tearing me down every single day. Yeah, but, you know, if, if people are coming at you with legitimate claims right. of whether it's so easily offended or right. poor work habits or right. whatever it may be, these are times for you to get better. 
Yeah. And not for them, for yourself. I want people to understand that. When we talk about being better, we talk about being best you, it's not for everybody else. It's for right. you. I mean, we care about you as the individual. Yeah. Um, and it's funny he brings this up because there is, a guys, I'm telling you, there is so much stuff off in there, and it's crazy places. I mean, like you're talking about um, you know, some of these dictionaries and some of these things that these guys, million-dollar corporations. Mm-hmm. In 2016, they actually did a presidential census on this topic. Really, yeah. And they broke it down from Republican to Democrat to black, white, to every age demographic that's eligible to vote. Okay. And they broke it all the way down, and the main question was is, um, are people uh, too easily offended or do people need to watch more what they say? Yeah. And the numbers are staggering. Right. The numbers are staggering. I'm, I believe it. Um, and there's just so much data. I don't want to use it here because, you know, for respect to everybody's time. But you can look it up. You can literally just Google, um, you know, 2016, you know, census on are people too easily offended and it's going <laughs> to pop up. Right. And it's a crazy thing. I'm like, it was, it's such a topic that our nation is running data on it. Right. That's crazy. I mean, that's a problem. That is a problem. And you said it earlier, too. He, he brings up eighth-place trophy winner. We talked about this on a show. Yeah. Uh, they call it the generation of everybody gets a trophy. Right. I call it the culture of everybody gets a trophy. Yep. And I'll tell you why. Because the generation's not default. We are. Yes. We're raising the next generations. My parents raised this generation. It's how we begin to function at home. Mm-hmm. If you're at home and you are fear, I have five kids, so I can speak on this. If you fear criticizing your child because you don't want to hurt their feelings, understand you are now raising an adult who cannot take constructive criticism. My kids get it both ways. I will praise you. I will criticize you. We will find solutions and how do we get better? But it's allowed them to be able to accept criticism from other people. It's allowed them to be easily taught by their teachers and coached by their coaches. It's prepared them because they know every time you talk to me, it's not always going to be rainbows and sprinkles. Yeah. That's not life. <laughs> it's not life. You just can't live that way. No. It's, it's kind of like the same topic of um, stop talking and start doing at the same time. Because I come across and meet a lot of ind- individuals uh, that, that, that talk about doing this and talk about just shut up and work. Just show yeah. me. Yeah. Show me. And that Don't kinda, tell me. Show me. And I see, it, I see it in my field left and right you know, of individuals that are complaining and just fail to take action. And, oh, I, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to – I'm really involved in the fitness industry. So individuals, I want to lose weight or I want to get this physique, this and that. And they're, they're complaining left and right trying to find any and every excuse like, oh, work this. I work this many hours. Or, and while they're doing it, they're trying to find every shortcut possible. Exactly. And there I'm are just, no shortcuts. There's, there's not. There's, there's no, no secret recipe. And – to me, to me, for myself, just personally, mostly because I, I thrive so much off discipline and just I, I thrive off hard work. You know, I can be a workaholic, whether it's positive or negative. Um, but I, to me, I am sick and tired of individuals complaining and just never taking action. You know, never taking action. And okay, so maybe you're like, okay, well, how? Maybe you are that individual. Well, how do I take action? Okay, so what are you? Are you af- are you afraid? Are you overwhelmed by something? You know, in in, in order to pursue what you what you want to take action in, uh, for example, take fifteen minutes, guys. Take fifteen minutes and just write down your obstacles. Okay, I want you actually to get get a little bit something out of this show here. Um, so if if you are if you are one that you know are is want to pursue something. Figure out what's in your way first, okay? And then it, by assessing that, you, you can figure out, okay, if, is it actually my way or am I just putting it in my way to have an excuse, all right? And then so, you know, not, not sure what, you know, what action looks like, you know, block off time, all right? Because that's the other thing that I was going to talk about is um, individuals that say, 
you know, I'm just, I'm so busy. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, you're really not that busy. All right. You can make the time, find the time. All right. Get up earlier. It's the same thing. And so. Well, it's how bad do you want it? It is. That's it's truly how, what it comes how, down to. How important to. is that to you? It, yeah. It, it's, it's this where I was, I was going with it because the same thing I get tired of. I get a lot of people who will call me or want to come see me and they'll want some form of counsel. Right. And you give them the best you have. That, that's all you can do with any individual. You can give them the best advice you can give them. You can try to set them up the best you can. And it's very similar to this because they'll sit there and they'll take it in and they'll take it in and take it in. And you see them two months later and they're still doing the same stuff. And right. it's like, well, what did you do with all that information? For sure. And, that, and that's what it comes down to. So you want to, me to invest in you, but when are you going to invest in yourself? Mm-hmm. Something you've always said that I've always loved. You, you'll invest into those. I invest, invest in, in those who invest themselves. Yep. Because at the end of the day, my energy into you, all that is is supportive. Right. But if we want change and if we want people to do things and if you want to reach these goals, number one, I'll tell you this, be realistic. Yeah. Be realistic because if you are realistic, at least you'll create retainable goals and then you also have... Uh, re- you'll you'll have these obstacles that are realistic for sure. Well, that you can face them. Focus on focus on the journey, not the outcome. Yeah. Okay. So don't be like, oh, I want to start a business. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be a CEO because you like we've talked about so many times on the show because you see these lavish lives that CEOs and some entrepreneurs. So not live. real. It's so not, not real. real, guys. We've said this before. They're not showing what the, the in between. Okay. Focus on you. Focus on the journey, not the big picture, okay? See the big picture. It's important to know where you're going to take things and what your plan is and take what you're going to take action in. But focus on the journey. Focus on the joy, journey and enjoy the process. Something I honestly need to tell myself more of. Enjoy the process. That America is becoming numb. And I'll tell you why I say that. So when you think of the top five states, um, and you can look this up, your top five states who have the highest rate of sex trafficking, you have California, Texas, Florida, Ohio, New York. Now, most of those people will tell you two things. Border control is an yeah. issue. Yeah. And um, freeway systems, ginormous. Yes. Okay. That's huge but when I say numb, I'll tell you why. Because right now in California, politicians are trying to pass legislation. I hope you digested your dinner. Are trying to pass legislation to make the age of consent 10. 10 years old. You're talking fourth grade age of consent. I don't even, my mind cannot wrap around it. Mm-hmm. Like what, what I, I, I have passed legislation personally. I have been in the state house of, a, of, of the state of Ohio and passed legislation. I know what it takes. Right. There is so much information and reasoning and statistics that are necessary to get people to buy in. I can't even imagine what you bring to the table in a caucus. That's, that's what I, well, and say, hey, this is a great idea. That's what I'm trying why? to think of exactly. Uh, why? What? What are they? What benefits from this? Nothing. Like I, I, I think of because if anybody what, has an argument for that, try me because I will, I will tear it apart. Please, that please is, do. That is just I can't because the first thing I'm going to look at you and just say common sense. <laughs> Seriously though, common sense says what? Oh my God! How do you look yourself in the mirror as a politician? How you look yourself in the mirror and say, "Yes, I'm going to attach my name to that bill." You must be crazy. That's California for us. You must be crazy, man. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. It just blows my mind. There, like <laughs> if you, if you, it takes five seconds to Google something. It takes. Five minutes to watch a video 
whether it's a current video or whether it's an interview of a young man or lady who's been exploited. Mm-hmm. And just see the pain in their face oh, and hear it in their voice. And you mean to tell me that you would be supportive of something like that? It's crazy. Dude. We as Americans, this is why I want to talk about this. We as Americans, we got to take America back. Social media, all within reason. Correct. Don't go overboard. Yeah. Again, what you put what in you is put what, in come out. It, you know what I mean? It's yeah. anything. Working out. Yeah. Don't go overboard. Right. It apply, Balance applies everywhere. Yeah. It applies in every aspect of life. And sometimes we just got to check ourselves. Yep. You just got to check yourself and say, I'm out of balance. Yeah. I'm out of balance. So, yeah, that's yeah. where we are. Good topic. Good topic for everyone. I hope you Which, guys enjoyed that. Once again, if, if there's something that you guys have stumbled upon or something you'd like to hear us talk about or converse yeah. over, set, hit us up. Yeah. I mean, because, guys, look, I, I don't take credit for this. This was given to me, and this is where I ran with it. So yeah, Thank you um, forever shared that. Yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. Very good. Well, is there anything else? No, that's where we I are. I think that's it. Thanks again, guys, for tuning in. Again, yeah. Social media, Instagram, speaking of it, uh, you can find us on social media in a healthy way, sharing snippets and updates about what is going on within Deliberately Linked Twitter as well. Uh, Stay up to date with us on some motivational quotes. Thank Um, you to Visionary Meals. Thank you, Tip Hat Media, Lincoln Meekle, or Meekle. Lincoln Meekle. Meekle. You're good. Thank you very much. We appreciate all your support. So, yeah. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. YouTube as well. Deliberately Linked, signing out. Catch you next time.